welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 94, Burnout Recovery, Part 1, coming to you on Thursday, August 23rd, 2018. Hello, hello, hello. It feels like it's been forever since I've talked to you. It's not really true, but I think it's a combination of going from three episodes a week to one episode a week for a couple of months which honestly, it's probably only been about six weeks and I already feel so, so much better. The whole burnout issue has been something that's been getting better. And so I thought, you know what, we should talk about it because whatever it is that I'm doing that maybe you can do <laughs> or tell your friends to do if, if you're listening because one of your friends is burned out, you know what, um, I think that the best thing that we all can do to change the world is to share information, whether that's entertaining somebody and pulling them out of their funk or actually doing something helpful, saying something helpful, writing something helpful. So that is what I'm doing. This is part one because every time I decide it's been a while and we need to share some more information, then I will make burnout recovery part two and part three as needed. But I don't know if you can tell, I really can tell in my voice, in my uh, stature and bearing in just the way that I feel and the way that I'm talking and acting that I am definitely, definitely feeling better. And so I was trying to figure out, well, what exactly is it have that, that I've been doing that's making me feel better? One thing, <laughs> which is something that in my husband's industry I have not been used to, is that we had paid vacation time. So not only did we get to have some fun, but we didn't have to worry about the fact that we were unpaid while we were out spending money having fun. So that is an unusual thing for us, but uh, apparently it's a totally normal thing in the new job. So I'm loving that. So as you know, if you've been listening to the episode straight through, we went to Romance Writers of America National Conference a few weeks ago. I got to speak, which is totally awesome because you know that I love doing that. I love teaching and being in front of people. And yes, yes, okay, I love being in front of people no matter if I'm not teaching. <laughs> but honestly, I really like sharing and helping and I also like entertaining people. And if I can tell a story in a funny way and make people laugh like I did last night with guests at dinner, then I'm in my really, really happy place. <laughs> Which leads me to one of the things that is uh, what I think has been helping. Um, actual time off. Three weeks of saying, this is vacation time. We are not really doing work. We're going exploring. Um, so after we came back from Denver, which took us about one of John's three weeks of paid vacations, just shocking and wonderful. Um, then we went to Stockholm for a few days, which was amazing. Um, then we have this bus train pass that we bought that for two months, the, the pass costs like just a little bit more than a one month pass for only the city. But this pass is for like the whole, I'm going to call it county because I, I think maybe it's called a county. But anyway, like this whole southern region of Sweden where we live. And we took the train everywhere. We went as far as we could to all of the borders for where the train bus pass went. And um, we saw all sorts of interesting towns and interesting things and went to the best beach ever ever, which I totally want to go back to before summer's too far over. So I think a lot of it was really, truly resting. Now, that being said, having never been on a three-week vacation, I was like 
oh, I'm tired of vacation. I just want to go home and stay home. So when John went back to work on the next Monday morning, I was like, ah. But then we had company, which was also super duper awesome. My other mom, do you have an other mom? So like my best friend since I was a little kid, um, she was always at my house. I was always at her house. And so her mom is my other mom. And um, she came to visit us. It was very exciting. She came down from Norway where she was visiting her her other real daughter (laughs) Uh, so that was really wonderful just seeing people that you know that I love who love me that was great Uh, I think there was an awful lot of pieces of this that was all helping me to feel better also the whole idea of okay I know what the problem is how can I fix it now that kind of mindset honestly is what I think is probably sort of gotten me into the situation that I'm in because um you know my friends tell me that I'm kind of one of those people who can't stop like trying to go and do and do things perfectly and do it perfectly the first time and I'm like yeah that does sound like the kind of person who might eventually get burnout so I'm I'm telling you all these things so that if there's anything about me my situation my personality that makes you think yeah, okay, me too, then maybe the things that I'm doing to feel better, you'll be able to say, oh yeah, me too. Also, super important to me, if you've never experienced burnout, I really want to help you to never ever do it. So part of it is just being aware. So for instance, if you are feeling a little stressed, like you're not burned out, but you're like, you know, I'm, I'm really more stressed than I think is probably good for me. And particularly if you don't see an end in sight, it's not like the deadline for whatever project you're working on that's stressing you out is in three weeks or something. Like you literally are stressed and can't see an end in sight. Then you need to build in, I think, some moments, however long they can be, when you're genuinely in your heart and mind, you know, really getting your brain and body and heart all on the same wavelength of, We just need to chillax right now, (laughs) chill out, relax, and like take a moment and breathe. (laughs) And, you know, if there is some way that you can figure out how the stress can have an end date, all the better. But anyway, so so I'm kind of coming at this from two angles. What am I doing to get better? And also, what can you do to make sure that you avoid following in my footsteps? Okay, so vacation, that was huge. Seeing people that I love who love me, that was huge. Um, Just telling myself that it's okay not to work. So, so difficult. Seriously, have you just told yourself at some point maybe you've been sick or broke a leg or were on bed rest for uh, an illness or for a pregnancy and somebody told you, okay, you just need to rest and relax and like not do stuff my gosh, it's really hard. (laughs) So, um, so one thing that I've done, which is kind of funny, I've told you that I'm going to, um, be a part of sending a book to Hallmark Publishing during their, uh, open period, which is now through September 3rd, 2018. Um, so I've been working on the synopsis really. The book is done. The query letter is practically done. It's it's always just a synopsis, isn't it? And the synopsis has been uh, kind of making me laugh and making me slightly frustrated because I wrote the book and published it a year ago. So as I'm writing the synopsis, I'm like, wait, 
is that the order things happened in? And then I thumbed through the book. No, that's not the right order. <laughs> you need to get this thing, you know, again, the synopsis really needs to be telling the story in the correct order that it actually happens in the book. So been working a little bit, but the other thing is, is that I've been telling myself, hey, for research, why don't you just like watch some Hallmark movies? And over here in Sweden, there's several on Netflix. There are um, Hallmark movies. Oh, I'm a little confused about when I'm finding them on the Hallmark channel on YouTube and when I'm finding them possibly illegally posted on someone else's channel. But anyway, I subscribe to the Hallmark movies or Hallmark channel. I think those are actually two different YouTube um, uh, stations, I guess. So uh, so I've been watching a lot of Hallmark movies, which honestly I think is probably <laughs> somewhat good for the soul too because they're upbeat, they're funny, they have nice people like trying to get to a, a good place and then they have upbeat endings. So that has probably not been too bad for me either. So some some of these things, maybe they're things that you'll want to try. Um, I have done a little bit of writing on a book that I am not really trying to sell. I mean, I will eventually probably, but I have no like business plan for it right now. It's a ghost chiclet. So I killed off my heroine uh, in the first two scenes. She... Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, so she's out running, she gets hit by a truck, and then she dies by the end of the second scene. And then she has to realize that she's a ghost. And why? Is she, how could she be a ghost? If she were dead, she'd be in heaven, right? So she, it's it, her situation is challenging her her worldview, and she's trying to figure out like what's going on and why am I here? And so it's just fun for me. I'm having a really good time, and I think that having a good time with my writing has also been a huge kind of balm to my soul. Um, not thinking about it in terms of money and marketing and uh, deadlines and that sort of thing. So honestly, I think I feel better because of a whole bunch of different things. And one of them was, um, so we've made these fantastic friends. Like, honestly, I even am shocked at how many super great friends we've made in such a short period of time. I think we've been here like four months in a week or something like that here in uh, Melma, Sweden. And we had some friends over last night that uh, we just took a liking to from the moment that we met them. And they all came over and we laughed so much and we ate so much sugar <laughs> and just had such a great time. And um, we tried to figure out or they figured out for us uh, how to get our TV going because all the directions were in Swedish and we didn't understand it. So our TV works. Yay. <laughs> So um, I think just a whole bunch of these things have been helping a lot. Also, for the first time, not the first time, but maybe more than ever, my husband, the other half of me who is like connected to me in every conceivable way, you know, so when you love someone so much, whether it's your best friend or your spouse or a child or something like that, and like their heart is your heart, and when they hurt, you hurt, he is relaxed and happy in a way that I genuinely don't think I've ever seen. I think we have actually surpassed the level of happiness that, that he had the last time that he was like, this is the happiest I've ever been. I think we've actually surpassed that, which just is such a huge relief for me. Like, okay, he's okay. Now I have to be okay. So we get to Monday of this week. I'm lying in bed thinking, okay, company's gone, vacation's over. 
I need to really like think about a plan. Of course, that's what I'm thinking, you know, (laughs) but I need to think of a plan that won't get me back in the same problems that I had before. So a little plan, I need a little plan. And so I'm thinking and I'm talking to God and and I'm just like, okay, God, so I know that you're going to help me. And I know that you're always like giving us advice and, you know, reading in the Bible gives us advice and talking to other people who also um, believe in God and believe that God helps us. Um, Somehow he works, you know, through other people and we get good advice that way. And, And I'm thinking, okay, I can't just be... Uh, waiting. I mean, I need to be looking for what are you trying to say to me? I'm like, if only like you used a physical voice, it would be so much easier, but okay. I'll just like try to have faith and believe that you're going to tell me something. I don't even know what you're going to tell me. So guess what? Asking you shall receive, right? So I'm like, God, I'll just start looking for what it is that you're going to tell me about what I should do. What happens? Three times in the last, oh, geez, I think it was just two days. Three times in two days, somebody said something to me that had to do with what they um, thought was my, um, I guess, gift or uh, like personality traits that are good that they like or whatever. So, for instance, um, my friend Quentin, uh, we were talking about some stuff and books and that sort of thing and writing. And, um, and he kind of laughed and he goes, I love talking to you, Kitty. You're always so encouraging. And immediately I was like, oh, that's right. That's like a thing that like I do it. I like to do it. I'm good at it. I like to do it. <laughs> like, like it's, let's just reiterate that part. You know, your gifts are probably something that you like to use. And then I was talking with my husband and he was like, just stop focusing on the money so much. Like we're okay. Maybe we won't pay off our student loans as fast as if you made like a million (laughs) dollars. He's like, but we're okay. So really I want you to focus on finding a way to be back to the person who wakes up happy and excited to start the day doing the things that she loves to do. Be that person again. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Let me think about that. And then I was talking to my friend Ellen And uh, we were actually talking about a whole bunch of things that had to do with both of our businesses and kind of the overlap in our businesses because she's also the webmaster for my websites. And we were talking about um, things that we thought the other person did really well, particularly in business. And Ellen said something to me about, you know, you just have such a great personality, Kitty. I think that's going to be what drives your success because you're always upbeat and encouraging and you make people feel better as you're teaching them. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's a good thing too. So I'm thinking, wow, okay, thank you, God, (laughs) because that's like three things in two days that, you know, using a real live voice, (laughs) I felt like God was really helping me to see, remember, be aware, however you want to look at it, what some of my um, gifts, talents, again, whatever word that you want to use are, and therefore helping me to figure out then what I should do. If these are some of my best gifts, like how can I use them? Well, remember last week, Joanna Davidson Palatano was telling us about her research into vineyards and that uh, to get the vines ready for winter, the um, vineyard owners, growers, 
uh, whatever they're called, <laughs> would come and cut the vines all the way down. So it was just the main vine and then two branches, one to the left and the right. And they could only use the branches that were not only the strongest, but that would be flexible enough to wrap around the guide wire and stay on the guide wire because that would keep them safe and help them to grow the best and that sort of thing. And she said that if there is a really strong, good vine, or um, I guess branch of the vine, that it's big, it's strong, it grows things, but it won't stay on the guide wire, I'm pretty sure she said, then they will cut that off and they will use a lesser one that is willing to let itself be flexible enough to wrap around the vine uh, guide wire. And I was like, okay, so are there things in my life where I'm not being flexible enough? You know, maybe that's where some of the problems came with the burnout. Maybe those are some of the issues behind me not earning as much money as I want to with writing and teaching. But when she was saying, you know, um, at the end right before winter there'll be the vine and just two branches one to the left and one to the right and I'm thinking okay if there were two things in my life and immediately I always keep coming back to writing and teaching those are the two things that I feel like I'm most gifted at I love to do the most I get a lot of compliments on but then I started asking myself this week am I not being flexible enough you know are they not growing good, sweet grapes, you know, that I can sell at the market, are they not growing right because, or as much as I want them to do, uh, because those branches are not being flexible enough in the way that they should? Is there a guide wire that I don't realize that I'm not letting these, these gifts kind of wrap around it and be guided in this way? You know, I say that I want God to guide me. Maybe I haven't been listening so, you know, it's, again, it's more things to think about. Then it comes back around to that other thing that John said to me. Maybe I am just too focused on money. Maybe money being my why has been a problem. You know, they ask you, what's the why behind this book? Like, why are you writing this book? And then for the next one, why are you writing this book? So that you can make sure that you really understand the depth of your your heart and soul and gut and whatever it is um, so that you can really get that onto the page or that you can go, yeah, you know what? I don't have a good why for this one. Maybe, maybe I should think of a better story, a different story, something like that. But if my why is too closely tied to money, I can totally see that as being like a, a branch of a grapevine that just won't be flexible enough to stay on the guide wire. So that's something I've been thinking about, wondering, you know, if I actually am sort of my own problem, um, both in my work life, you know, how does this apply to my personal life? Um, you know, if I am being stiff and unflexible in some way that is actually causing me to have uh, one or more problems or keeping me from having one or more other successes that would, ha that would otherwise happen, then that's definitely something that I want to be thinking about. You know, and then again, everything kind of circling back all the time and, and kind of weaving into this rug that I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to see the shape of it soon that just comes back around to, you know, I'm writing this book that has no marketing plan, no deadline, and I'm just having a great time. Like, 
I cannot wait to get to the funnier parts of the story. I bawled my eyes out when I killed her in the first chapter. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about some of my favorite books, movies, TV shows. Um, you know, like there's a, there's a scene in the hospital in Doctor Strange where he almost dies and then she uh, hits him with the defibrillator paddles and then all these other things started happening like with his, the spirit part of himself which was then out of his body and I was like oh oh yeah I like that so maybe I'll do something that's like you know it wasn't like that but I was thinking about it and it was fun for me and the more fun I was having I'm pretty sure probably the better the writing was so yet more things for us to think about um if you can narrow down, and for me, if I'm narrowing down what are the one to two most important things that I want to do in life, then what if another way of looking at it was, what if I might only be on the earth long enough to do one or two important things? What would those things be then? What's the number one most important thing that you would want to make sure happened if you could, if you could have control over it? Um, so for instance, I was asking myself, what if I could only write one or two more books, write and publish one or two more books before I died? Is what I'm working on what I really would want to be working on right now? Because if not, probably I should change it to, you know, be working on stories in priority order, right? Like this is the most important story that I want to write now just in case it's my last one. And then this one. Now this one will be the most important story to me to write and publish right now, just in case that's the last one. You know, I don't want to be working up to the point where I'm like, okay, now I can have fun because I did all the work. There, there is an element of that, but in a creative endeavor, I'm, <laughs> I'm really thinking that maybe that is working against us more than it's working for us. It's certainly something that I'm considering because there's a couple of stories that I'm like, yeah, even if I sold that, you know, even if I sold that to a publisher and made 2000 or $5,000, like, is that worth it? Is that kind of money worth me spending all that time on a story that I'm literally writing just to sell and not because I have any kind of heart and soul deep connection <laughs> to the story behind the story, you know, the, the underlying themes and stuff that make me want to write that story, which comes back around to the why. Why this story? And I've heard so many people talk about that on the podcast and other people that I'm talking to at conferences and stuff. What's your why for writing? And then for every book, what's your why for writing that book and why right now? And if you have other creative endeavors, you know, what's the why for this painting right now? What's the why for this piece of music and why right now? Whatever it is, I think that these are really interesting questions. And they're helping me, so I'm hoping that I am giving you ideas for questions that will maybe help you as well. But I think it all comes down to asking ourselves, what are our gifts? Are we using them in the best manner? Is there any way that we can be more flexible without somehow being, you know, loosey-goosey like a piece of um, boiled spaghetti and just like going off in every direction without, uh, you know, any kind of... Uh, plan or path or anything you know someplace in the middle there uh, think of like you know a tree branch that can be really quite flexible you can you know bend the end of it and stuff but it would take an awful lot to snap it off 
And on the other hand, it's not like it doesn't move at all. I mean, just look outside on a windy day, right? So I'm thinking about what I want to do. What's my next direction? Um, I don't know if life will take my, uh, my writing and teaching in a different direction or not. And I, I you know, none of us know <laughs> really much of anything about our future, how much money we'll make, what the future will entail, how long our future lasts. <laughs> um, but for right now, I'm doing con some considering and I'm thinking, okay, the kinds of teaching that I most like to do are in front of people, with people, in the same room as people. So one of the things I'm thinking about is maybe adding Facebook Live videos to the things that I do. You know, it would be free. I would put them probably in the Right Now Workshop, uh, uh, what is it, is it a page or a group? I think it's a page, uh, the Facebook group, sorry, Facebook page for Right Now Workshop. You know, start doing some Facebook Live videos in there, answering questions, giving little mini lessons. There's a couple of really short courses like that would probably be like three lessons or five lessons that I've been thinking at some point, you know, oh, I'll put these courses up for free and then people can see how I teach and then maybe they'll buy the longer courses. But I'm thinking, you know what, just, just teach the people. <laughs> Help people. Just put them up now for free. Even though I don't really have that much else that's finished, in the way that I want it to be finished so that I'm willing to bring more students in to the other classes that I, I do have. But I'm thinking, just do the free ones. You like doing that. Now, those are online classes. So I would have next to no uh, actual interaction with people. And so one of the things I've been thinking about, and uh, honestly, I've wanted to do it for years, but I've never lived in a place big enough, is I'm really seriously thinking about having like one day writing seminars in my home, maybe twice a year, maybe four times a year. Um, just one day, you know, come to Sweden if you don't live in Sweden, <laughs> make it part of your vacation destination trip um, so that I can really like work with people, encourage people, help people, motivate people, inspire people, teach people live and in person. I think this would be a huge thing to make me happy using my gifts. Another thing that I've been thinking about is actually creating a Right Now Workshop Writers Conference for you know three or four days, probably in 2020, 2020. Again, also here uh, you know, in my new home in Malmö, Sweden. Um, I love doing that sort of thing. I put on writer's conferences a couple of times, um, my own right now workshop conferences in 1998 and 1999 when I lived in Phoenix, Arizona. And I've helped other organizations put on writer's conferences, whether they were one day or multi-day, um, many, many times when I lived in Southern California and Arizona. So it's something I love to do. I'm good at it. And again, it gets me with people and I'm really good when I'm with people. So, you know, maybe one of the inflexible things that I didn't realize how inflexible I was being was letting, you know, the tide of people who do online courses sway me into thinking that's the way I should do it because it hasn't been working out that great for me. I'm not doing things as well as I want. They're not as perfect as I want, and that is my own inflexibility problem. But also, I just don't enjoy it enough. And so the why gets really wobbly and blurry because I'm not with the people. 
and it frustrates me. So maybe that's not the way I should be doing it. Maybe I shouldn't teach online. Maybe I should only teach live. So you want to come over? (laughs) So those are the things I've been thinking. How can these questions help you with some new ways to look at what you've already been doing? You know, (laughs) it's, it's a great quote. If you're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, it's just going to make you crazy. So I really think that that has been one of the problems is I keep doing the same thing over and over again, thinking I'm just not doing it well enough. That's why it's not working. But you know what? Maybe that isn't the direction for me. Maybe that's not the right thing for my personality. Maybe it's not the right thing for... um, You know, I personally do think that God guides my life and most everybody else's life. Certainly, if you're asking him to, I really do believe that he answers. I mean, I was just talking to him on Monday about if only I could just hear your voice, like an actual voice. And then he very kindly (laughs) sent me three other people to say things and made me listen to it in a way that I was like, oh, hey, I wonder if that's God talking to me. (laughs) So, you know, what are we maybe needing to make a little change on. It might be a little change. It might be a big change. I don't know. But that's what I'm thinking about. And in general, I think the biggest thing is getting over this burnout, recovering from burnout, doing things that make me happy and that are fun have been huge. I've been, um, I I bought some, colored pencils and I've been coloring in this sort of um adult coloring book style bookmark that I got at the RWA conference and um I don't know I'm just doing it while I'm watching tv or whatever and I've been you know spending time with real live people (laughs) and laughing and eating eating way too much sugar lately but um and I've been relaxing and I've been filling my mind with upbeat, positive stories like Hallmark movies and the Hallmark books that they've put out because I wanted to know, you know, what exactly it was that they were liking so that I can, you know, target my book towards them. So what, what kinds of things can you do to just add a little bit more fun in your life? I think that will help. Um, I, hope, I hope some of these questions are ringing some bells for you and making you know, sirens go off in your head so that you can stop and listen to, you know, what is your subconscious telling you? Um, Ask some of your friends, what are your strengths according to their perspective? Because people are going to tell you what they think, what they see. And regardless of whether you agree or disagree, it will give you some valuable information so that you can process new ideas, new ways of looking at things. Um, My friend Ellen gave me some great ideas for, well, why don't you try this? It would cost you nothing. You probably wouldn't make any money from it, but you might gather a big following, which eventually, you know, might be a way that you would sell other things to them in the future, and you would enjoy it, and you would be good at it. And I was like, those are all great ideas. I think I will do it. So again, Look for me on Facebook Live on the Facebook page for Right Now Workshop. Um, I really want to help you uh, recover or avoid burnout in the same way that I'm trying to recover from and forever again (laughs) avoid burnout. I am still just so surprised at how many people have really resonated with um, the, the long burnout episode, which was like 
number 77 or something like that, that I was embarrassingly honest about exactly what was going through my head. And, um, and I'm feeling so much better, but I've been telling people, (laughs) be aware that I think that burnout recovery is a little bit like getting over a really, really bad flu. Do you remember having a flu so bad that you are on the couch, just like, you feel like you're just half dead. Like you can barely pull yourself up to go to the bathroom. You're just weak and maybe dizzy or um, sick to your stomach or whatever it is that, you know, you had with this flu. Like you can barely move and you feel so bad for so many days that when you finally, like the fever breaks and you finally have one good night's sleep and then you wake up the next morning and you're like, I'm cured. (laughs) And maybe you give yourself one more day to recover and then you're like, oh my gosh, it feels so much better. Like, mostly in comparison to how bad you felt, right? I feel so much better. I'm going to go to work today. It's going to be great. And you take a shower and you're thinking, okay, well, let's just take this slow because maybe taking a shower was a little taxing. And then by the time you get in your car or get on the bus and you get to work and by 1030 in the morning, you're thinking, okay, this was a really bad idea. I think I need to go home again. I feel a lot better than I did, but I'm not 100% recovered. That is what I am finding to be the case with burnout. And when I talk to other people, it seems to more or less be the case for everybody. So please, if you think that this is an issue for you, please don't dive back in. And again, don't do the same old thing that got you there. So figure out some way to go slower. Um, Help your, your mind and brain to rethink about how you are thinking about things. Like I'll catch myself thinking oh my gosh, I hate this. It's so hard. And then I have to stop and go, hold on a second. I don't hate it. It's not that hard. I just have to tell myself, okay, relax. You got to do this thing. Just do it. Move on. What's the big deal? I just have to totally retrain the way that I am allowing myself to look at, you know, some of the things that I'm doing in my life. And if there's things that really don't need to be done that really stress you out, then you know, maybe time to prune some of those uh, vineyard branches and get them off. Because remember what Joanna was saying about this vineyard research that she did? They have to prune off even the branches that are growing grapes. I mean, I totally get pruning off, and this means cutting off forever. Okay, in a vineyard sense, it may not necessarily have to be the case in your personal and business life, but pruning is to cut off. And so if there are branches that are growing big, gorgeous, beautiful leaves, but no grapes, it makes sense. Yeah, you know, I really like green leaves and greenery everywhere. And I've been living in brown areas for too long. But I get the idea that, yeah, if we want to grow grapes, we're growing grapes, not leaves. So we have to cut off that branch so that the sap will go to the other branches that are actually growing grapes. But I thought it was so interesting when Joanna was saying they will actually cut off branches that are growing grapes. If all of the branches are growing some grapes and none of them are sweet, then they need to force the sap to go into fewer branches. So they cut off some of the ones that are growing grapes because the grapes aren't sweet. And it's so it's really not helpful. Yeah, it's growing something that it's supposed to grow, but not in the way that's that's helpful for the whole reason in having the vineyard. So a lot of things to think about, a lot of 
you know, not, not really allegory, metaphor, <laughs> a lot of metaphors to think about and ask yourself, how does this apply to me or my friend or my situation or my spouse's situation or whatever? What are things that we can, action steps that we can take to get better, to avoid, <laughs> and to mostly just be healthier, be healthier, be happier, live in your gifts in the place where you are happy when you do these things. And, you know, I haven't figured out the money side, so I don't know how to answer that question. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who say, you know, live in your gifts and the money will follow. And then a lot of times I feel like they stop talking. I'm like, well, that's really not helpful. You may be trying to be encouraging and maybe you really do believe that things will just happen that will make that work out. But I'm not a big fan of um, being too idle in my encouragement. I want my encouragement to be real for you, not just like hang in there. You can do it. And then I don't give you any advice or ideas or or tell you about the hard parts. I mean, it's great that this road goes to that place. But have you ever driven like a dirt road down to a lake? And you're like, okay, it would have been way easier if someone had told me that there are potholes and some small sapling trees that have fallen across this little, you know, two track through the woods. And so I just got my little car st stuck on this path when if I had just known if someone had told me I would have taken the truck instead. That's what I want to be. I want to be the person telling you, don't take the car, take the truck or the car is good. My, my metaphors are really beginning to get weak here, so I think I'll let you go and think about it in your own metaphor. That'll probably be most helpful for you. I really do hope that you are having a great summer or winter, depending on where you live. I hope that you are, if you've been in all of the hot weather, I hope you're beginning to cool down. It's finally cooling down here in southern Sweden. Thank you, God. I don't really like heat. And I really hope that whatever you're doing with your writing, whether you're super happy and things are going great, like, thank you, God, that is awesome. Gratitude will be a huge thing to just keep you on that path, keep you energized with just the feeling of, ah, oh, life is good and I'm happy and I'm taking hold of that happiness and, and recognizing it and hanging on to it. You know, or if you need help thinking through things, that's also what I'm trying to help you with. So I hope somewhere in here you're finding some help, some encouragement. I hope that you believe that uh, life can get better. We just have to pay a little bit more attention, ask a few more questions, and then see whether or not we can figure out if we should make a tweak or a big change. Or Because I'm thinking about making some little tweaks. I'm a little nervous. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to start with something that, that is the least amount of nervous for me, which is doing some Facebook Live videos. So I'll tell you more about those. But definitely go over to facebook.com forward slash right now workshop. And that's W-R-I-T-E. And uh, like or follow the page in some way so that you can get notices for, you know, Kitty is about to go live and uh, ask me questions over there. Leave comments. Um, tell me what sorts of things you want me to talk about and help you with. I'd be happy to do that. Um, yeah. And then what are you going to do? Tell me. I hope it's good. I hope you have plans. I hope you're feeling excited and, and better. <laughs> All right. Have an awesome week and we will talk to you again next time.